Let the healing process begin. It starts now. 49ers have some work to do in the offseason. They got four quarterbacks on their roster. Two are on their way out, headed to free agency. Two are recovering. We're going in another quarterback. We're going to talk about that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold, but I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, breezy this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy on everybody. It's your boy Wayne Breezy. And welcome to the live Wayne Breezy show. Now, I'm looking at my internet connection, and it's kind of poor, so if things don't go the way they're supposed to go, you guys just got to bear with me. I'm on the road. I'm in Alabama. Hey, the draft starts here in Mobile, right here, man. He's on his way to the Senior Bowl practices. All right, I'm going to be out there on the field checking out some of the players. Hopefully, I'll be able to get some interviews, some pictures, some footage, and all that good stuff, man. And give you guys some quick insight on who the 49ers may be looking to target. All right, that's my job is that who the 49ers should target. And you guys are already telling me we need to look for the trenches. We need to build in the trenches. You want to know why the 49ers lost to the Philadelphia Eagles? It wasn't just because of Brock's injury. The game was really lost in the trenches. Even with the injury to Brock Purdy, I watched the defensive line get pushed back several times. Ask me how I know. How sweat? And there goes that internet connection. How do I know? Because the 49ers gave up four rushing touchdowns. Not one, not two, not three, but four rushing touchdowns. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Shout out to our early morning. Uh, uh, Joe P was in here at the buck like a dawn. He gave his insights and his thoughts, man. Uh, shout out for being the first person in here on the stream. I got some subscribers in the chat. Man, Jerome Davis is in the house. PG's in the building. This Debbie is in the building. Troy's in the building. Terrence is in the building. Marty Mar 49 Fire is in the building. Bill Tony Manor is in the building. Wade Wonder, DC4978, is in the building. If you're a subscriber, Christy Marie is in the building. Shout to all the subscribers. Jacqueline Knox is in the building. Mr. Roboto. I sound like a robot? Oh, come on, Sway. Come on, Gina. Do I sound like a robot? My bad. Listen, the connection isn't as strong uh, as I thought it was. It was. It was strong last night. I don't know what's going on. If I sound like a robot, my bad. Uh, it's, it's nothing I could do. But what's going on? Everybody out there, to all the subscribers to the channel, to all the members, the ones that join, I appreciate you. Speaking of becoming a member, before you do that, make sure you guys uh, like, comment, and subscribe right here on the YouTube channel at the One Breezy. There's the link down there in the description below. 
as well. All right. If you really love what you see, right? If you really gave that up, if you really subscribe to the channel and you want to support your boy Breezy while I'm out here in the streets, join and become a member today. Low price of $2.99. We got other packages that all come with different perks. Check out the one that fits you. But become a member today. Don't forget to check out the podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcast. Podcast is doing well. It's starting to pick up steam. I'm trying to give you daily content. Uh, the shows are probably going to dial back a little bit in the off season when you get it three times a week. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Make sure you check it out. And if you're going to listen to it, you're, right, you're driving on the road, you won't listen to the show. Okay? Or leave a five-star rating. Bam! Five stars. Boom. Super simple. Don't forget to join the Patreon.com. I will be posting exclusive content on the Patreon from the senior boat. For my Patreon members out there, there will be some exclusive content just for you. All right? Just for you. Just want to put that out there. Shout out to our sponsors over there at Residency. You guys can get one of these fresh residency caps. Go to www.residency.com. Use the promo code S at Breezy. And I've been talking to Residency, and they're going to help me create an official Wayne Breezy hat. Shout out to my peoples over there at Residency and the design team over there as well. I need this internet connection to jump up just a little bit. All right, just a, just a little bit. We do have new sponsors that are going to be coming in very shortly. Shout out to Zenny Optical. Uh, I've been talking to the rep, my girl E over there at Zenny, and, and I'm going to be I'm going to be an affiliate for them as well. So I'll let you know how you can get some of these fresh shades. You see them? You got the Niners on one side, got Zenny on the other. You know how we do, baby. We stay fresh, baby. We stay fresh over here, man. But listen, man, make sure you guys check out everything. I'll make sure to put all the links uh, in the description of the show. All right, got to do a quick check-in. Uh, we got a quick, let's do a quick roll call. Let's see who's still a 49er fan as of right now. It's two days after the massacre in Philadelphia. If you're still a 49er fan, type in where you're from. All right, I'm from CC. I'll start, I'll go CT's in a place to be. Let me go ahead and post some of these places. I see West Coast, but I don't know exactly where that is. If you want to represent where you're from, let's do the roll call. It's Tuesday. It's too oh, so the, so the, oh, so you don't see me. All right, what's going on? You guys got to tell me what's good. Is the connection that bad? That's weird. The connection was super strong yesterday. All right. Toronto, Canada is in the building. Wyoming is in the building. All right. Sarah Jones says he doesn't see me. Let me let, let me check my phone messages because that's most important. Because Peachy's gonna tell me what the heck is going on. All right, it's all good. Yeah, hit that like button, help out the connection. You hear NY to the bay. All right, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. I don't know if it's gonna work, but we'll try it. It says it's better. Sounds better now. Now it's okay. I, yo, I don't understand. Like, it, and it still looks bad. Says I'm good now. It was good last night. We had no problems last night, right? We had four people on here last night. All right, I'll tell you what. If it's good now, let's go to get the show rocking. Now, I'm supposed to have a special guest come on the show. Not sure if he's coming in. <laughs> Bring, <laughs> are you talking about my connection, Walt Niner? Bring Brady in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But if you missed everything at the beginning of the show, um, oh, well, I ain't going back to repeat it. All right. Thank y'all for being here. Appreciate everybody. That's where it is. Love is love. All right. They said I'm good now. 
cool we'll leave it at that all right marriott uh y'all need to work on your internet connections uh for those elite members that, that's that's what's going on all right let's get down to the nitty-gritty of the show because we got a lot of stuff that i want to get to and only got like 45 minutes to get to it because i got to get to the football field like you said your boys here we're in mobile alabama where the draft starts is going to be on and popping on and popping all right so maybe next next time uh i'll just do it does show that the connection is better now that you guys mentioned that thank you guys appreciate that all right so look a lot of stuff has been going down uh we have to still kind of like we recap the game already you guys already know how we feel about the game it's all good if my special guest does not come on i will be opening up the forum for you guys i got a question already let's start with some news with the nfl nfl talked about teams today that the salary cap is going to go up to 224.8 million dollars per club per ian rapaport all right that's up from 208.2 million and this is good news for the san francisco 49ers because they have some big contracts to uh get signed name namely nick bosa right you want to make sure you take care of this guy now he is on that fifth year option uh, where he's going to get that $18 million. But this is a way that they can sit here and try to work out some stuff. And I hate to break the bear of bad news. The 49ers have 20, what, what is it, 28 free agents? 28 free agents. Come March, come March, the team probably going to have like 35 players on it. They got some players that they're going to have to uh, um, re, re-sign and, 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 and stuff like that. Mose, all I did was click back on the Wi-Fi, and I guess it worked. I, I don't understand why it was weak in the first place, but it is what it is. Uh, Peachy says, can't be letting Marriott mess with our shows like that. I tell you what, if it was that bad, my apologies. Ain't nothing I could do. Y'all want me to start the show over? I could start it over. We could cancel this out, start a whole new one. Y'all want to do that? Is that? Was it that bad? That bad? I don't know. If it was that bad. If y'all could rock with it, cool. We let it. We'll let it go. Sorry. I didn't know. But anyway, all right, so the 49ers are going to have some extra money. And so there's a lot of things that the 49ers can do with this money, right? And 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 I think the first thing that they do is they take care, they try to find a way to take care of Nick Bosa. Um, and I'll do what I'll do is I'll bring in Jason, uh, my man Jason. He'll come in here and he'll break down the salary cap. We'll have him do a special show as we get later on into the offseason and things like that on how this money, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, can be utilized properly. But again, 20, God dang, I was looking at the number of free agents and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's way too many. Why, why we got 28 free agents, 28, 23 of them, though, are unrestricted. So 23 of them, we can't really do anything about. But that's just NFL news. It's good news for the Niners. They're going to have some more money in their pocket in the salary cap. Currently, they have about 16.4, six, I rounded it up. It's like 16.3, something, something, something million dollars. I rounded it up to 16.4 million dollars that they have right now currently uh, in cap space. All right, in cap space. As far as dead money, it's not that much dead money out there uh, going on books for next year. I'm sitting here looking at it, and I'm saying to myself, wow, the 49ers don't have that much dead money. They have about $10 million in dead money. So like D Ford, I believe Weston Richburg is still getting, not Weston Richburg, um, our center from last year, Alex Mack, is still getting some of that dead money. Uh, and it was another player that they were, oh, Trey Sermon, I believe, is getting some of the dead money. Not a lot. Not a lot, not a lot. But D4 probably getting the bulk of, of the dead money. 
of the dead money. All right, so there it is, man. That's the NFL news. Uh, far as 49ers news we got going on, listen, D'Amico Ryans has his second interview with the Texans, and he is more than likely going to be the Texans' head coach. I just want to give a round of applause to D'Amico and thank D'Amico for uh, taking on a, a responsibility and a role Right after, you know, Robert Sala got the defense to where it was, I felt like he took the defense to a whole whole new level, like a whole new level of, of what we got to see out of this defense. He was able to tap into some of these young guys and get them to play elite football. I mean, Talanoa Hufunga in his second year is an all-pro. Let that, let that simmer saute like Biggie all day in your memory. Let that, let that simmer saute like – Yo, you drafted a player, first year, didn't start, got a lot of burn. Second year, became the start in safety and made all pro. That's D'Amico Ryans. That's his team putting his players in the right position um, to, to succeed. And so when you look at D'Amico, you're saying, man, this guy was pretty darn good. I think he's going to make a great head coach. I... Other than the fact that, I mean, all right, let's ask this question. Let me ask this question. If you were D'Amico Ryans, pick the team that you would want to go to. I'm going to give you the team. I'm going to give you four teams. Houston, Arizona, Denver. Somebody give me another team. Houston, Arizona, Denver. Out of those three teams, if you were D'Amico, if you were D'Amico, not if D'Amico was D'Amico, where would you want to go? Houston, Arizona, Denver, uh, or, or Denver. And then the Niners, right. All right, that's the last team. Appreciate you, JM617. That's the last team. Houston, Arizona, uh, Denver, or the 49ers. Now, if the 49ers is not going to be a head coach, not going to be a head coach, all right? So I'm going to tell you, ooh, ooh, Robert, Andy, hmm, Hmm. Wasn't thinking about Indy. I like that. So let's take the Niners out because we're talking about him being a head coach. And let's insert Indianapolis. Let's do the Colts. Let's do the Colts. All right. So we got Arizona. Um, we got Houston, my, my man, Eddie G. Uh, Arizona or Denver. I'm going to tap into all these teams that you're talking about if I was him. Uh, Indy, like we, we just talked about Denver, Houston, Arizona. <laughs> first of all your name is fire kyle now second of all <laughs> i love it i love it i love it i love it i'm not even gonna touch that man i'm trying to get a job all right um oh you got <laughs> troy says f denver uh he's going back home you guys are saying, I know where he's going, but if you were D'Amico, like, where would you want to go out of those four teams? All right. A lot of people saying stay a Niner, Denver. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I like this. I like this. Alabama, uh, Jerome says, congratulations, D'Amico, Alabama bread, roll tide, all that coming from Bama folk. That's what's good, man. I'm down in this. I'm down in his area right now, uh, so who do we replace them with? That's a good question. So hold on to this question. Um, it's definitely going to be somebody internal. Um, still got some more Houston's, more Houston's. This guy, Houston, Shane, Houston, Denver. Uh, you know, uh, 
James Wilson is saying Denver. He's explained why. Has a good defense. He'll just need a good offensive coordinator. Walt Niner says, I would choose Denver, but Houston drafted him. Peachy's saying Indianapolis and keep Jeff Saturday to coach the offense. Oh, Peachy, that might be. Uh, oh, no, you're saying Indy will keep Saturday. I don't know if they should. All right. Uh, I tell you what. Let me ask the GM, resident GM himself, if he was the Miko Ryans. Where would he go as a head coach? What's going on, Tony? What's up? What's going on? Um, where would I go? Yeah, where would you go? Well, we know the history with the Houston Texans organization, Correct. and it seems like there's a lot of turmoil with the Denver organization now, with as far as Peyton as the GM, the new ownership. Um, there's a lot of money that is committed into Russell Wilson. Um that could potentially tie up your cap. I mean, clearly from a roster aspect, I'm going to Denver, but he's got to go where he feels comfortable. Now the question to him is, does he feel like he's their second choice because they went hard after Harbaugh. They went after Peyton. They went after, uh, who's the other guy they went after? I forgot, but they went, they went after like three guys. And then now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well we want to meet D'Amico Ryan. So it could be a personal issue against that feeling that he's like, the leftover but again he was drafted by houston he's comfortable there um maybe that's where he chooses to go and wherever he goes i hope he has success and i wish nothing but the best from because his his tenure with the 49ers was excellent and it's gonna suck to lose him yeah it, it, it is gonna suck to lose him the 49ers are gonna have to figure out like how to like replenish replace will the defense look different will the new defense in different uh pieces obviously we're going to be losing a lot of pieces on the free agency there goes my connection again looks like it's going back to being choppy tony so i do apologize mm-hmm. uh, connection i don't understand why it's doing this um and i can see that it's getting weak uh the Miko, though i think i would choose i would i would choose arizona I think I would choose Arizona. Uh, Tony might be lost in the sauce. I don't know. He's there. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening. Um, if if I, I would I would choose Arizona because I know I'm going to get a a pretty decent uh, quarterback in Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm sure I can get in tune. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna have an offense right, and then when it comes to the defense, he's got the players already li- lined up. Like he's got yeah. him lined up. Like he has got first round pick after first round pick. He's got Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons. I mean, he has to replace JJ Watt, but they got some uh-huh. players over there as well. To, but 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 maybe he's just doing Kyle Shanahan a solid. Me personally, I would like to see that matchup twice a year. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Actually, I'd be a little worried. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, you know, I mean, listen, whatever he chooses to do, I'm happy for him. And, I, I you know, I, I just wish nothing but the best for him. He really helped his team in his defense. So, um, congratulations to him wherever he chooses to go. I agree, man. And speaking of D'Amico going to the Texans, let's talk about the rumors that are going around right now with the 49ers because people want to know, all right, if D'Amico goes to the Texans, then who is going to replace D'Amico Ryans? Now, they're probably going to go somewhere internal, but there's this rumor going around about Vic Fangio 
who on game day, which was Sunday, apparently signed with the Miami Dolphins, but it was never finalized with the Miami Dolphins. Therefore, he's still available. Mike Silver puts out this tweet saying he spoke to people and Vic and, you know, he's very fond of likes Kyle Shanahan and, and all this type of stuff. Is there a possibility Vic Fangio returns to the 49ers as a defensive coordinator? Sure, and you heard about Benjamin Albright reporting this in the beginning of the season. I mean, beginning of the offseason, how Vic Fangio was seen lurking around team headquarters, uh, looking at the personnel on the defensive side of the ball. I'm sure giving little tidbits to um, uh, D'Amico. Um, so I, I do think they're number one. They're number one. Their ace in the hole would be to bring in Vic Fangio. I mean, you, right now there's nobody else out there that's as qualified as Vic Fangio. But now you got to step, take a step back and analyze something. Vic Fangio is known for a 34 front. Yeah. Okay. People are going to make a big deal about that. I personally, I don't see anything with that because the majority of the league is you're a nickel situation. And when you go nickel, if you remember when Vic Fangio was here, it was Alden Smith, Justin Smith inside with Ray McDonald and Ahmad Brooks. That's a 4-3 front with two linebackers and a nickelback. So I don't see that as being an issue. Um, do I see potentially the 49ers, and we'll get into this, believe me, down the road, we have a whole offseason, and who else but the 49ers just to continue to make offseason news. But there's going to be some shifting in the front line of this defense, I believe, going forward. Um, if in a pinch they need to align to a 34 front, if Vic Fangio wants to do something like that, I do think the Niners do have the personnel to do that, um, not consistently, but if they want to do a look versus defense versus an offense, I think they could do it. Um, I think Nick Bosa is more than able to stand up as a rusher in a, in a pinch situation, and um, you know it's just a versatile it's it's a versatile defense with Fangio runs. It's a bend but don't break, but he will go cover zero and blitz you at times when needed. Um, so the in-house candidates, you know, you hear the Bullocks rumors, you hear the Johnny Holland rumors, um, but don't forget if Quinn gets hired, uh, if Quinn gets hired, I just saw someone put Quinn in the chat. If D'Amico gets hired somewhere, he's going to be taking people with him. So are these That's guys going to be available for the 49ers to promote? And of course, they can block anything, but that's something you got to look at as well. Yeah. So like. When I'm looking at this D'Amico situation, I, I, I'm saying to myself, okay, um, I'm glad I'm glad for him. I think the 49ers, first of all, I got I'm gonna trust our coach. Like I'm going to trust Kyle Shanahan. You get what I'm saying? Because whenever we needed a defensive coordinator, he's been on the money. So it doesn't matter who he was or what he was or who he brought in, he was the guy. You know what I mean? Uh and and yeah. so I'm going to sit here and just trust him on that. Like I'm going to trust that Kyle Shanahan is going to make sure that he finds the right fit, depending on who it is, whether he has to go outside, whether he's picking a guy internally on some of the guys that are going to be left. Uh, but I like the Vic Fangio situation because uh, even if he does switch it to a three, four, stick with the four, three, I feel like there's going to be some different players. Cause when you go back to the Fangio defenses, those players, even though I know the game has changed, Tony, I know the game is a little bit more, I would say, uh, I don't like to use the word soft or whatnot, 
uh, but the game is definitely different. Okay. Um, but I like the type of mentality of the players that he used to have. He had some rock can sock and jock type of players on this team. And if you look at those defenses, we was knocking cats off and knocking cats out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if that personnel would change a little bit. Let me ask you this quick question. If Vic Fangio stays, and if he does change to that three, four, which is a based defense guys D- base is base four, three and three, four are your base packages. It's base alignments. It has nothing to do with what they're going to end up in. And remember, the offense kind of really dictates what your defense is going to be setting, depending on the skill set of their players, right? And so, like like Tony mentioned earlier, a lot of teams are coming three wide outs, right? So if they're coming three wide outs, you're not going to be in three, four. You're going to be in nickel because you want to make sure you replace that linebacker with the cornerback. Am I right or wrong? Correct. So, 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 so. Even if it's a 3-4 to a 4-3, it doesn't necessarily matter. But do you think the 49ers, if he comes back and you have your base, for me, in a 3-4, the 49ers would have Aziz Alshair, which is a free agent. They would have Dre Greenlaw, which they extended, and then Fred Warner, who's here for another several years, right? Wouldn't you want that to be your base and you just need that one extra linebacker in the 3-4? Wouldn't you want that to be your base? Um, yes, but if you're going to convert to that 34 front, and this is why Mm -hmm. I said he can get away with it at instances where he just wants to show something, you're going to need a big bulky nose tackle. And the 49ers don't have that. Don't have that. Well, well, and and so when we get into free agency, Tony, there's, there's, there, I don't know which, what true nose tackles are going to be available. I think the first thing that's going to happen is the 49ers are going to get a defensive coordinator. Like, I think, I think once, once D'Amico Ryans moves on, and that, that's the first operation uh, to succeed for the 49ers. We, can we agree to that? Like, you got to get a defensive coordinator because, yes, of there, course, and then you, yes, yeah, okay, 100%. You cannot, you cannot add people to your roster and then all of a sudden say, oh, I'm going to go with this guy who has a totally different scheme than what you're bringing players in to play that scheme. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just your number one thing is you're going to, you're going to um, finish your coaching staff, fill all your, fill all your openings up, which I think there's probably going to be a couple openings now, especially with um, D'Amico Ryan's potentially going to Houston. I can see him trying to bring, um, uh, Anthony Linwood him as an offensive coordinator. I could see him bringing Bullocks. I could see him bringing um, Johnny Holland potentially over there. Uh, you know, I'm sure Kyle has the ability to veto anything and say, no, you can't take him. No, he's off limits. But, you know, it's going to happen. It's all about being familiar. familiar, famil- I can't say that effing word for nothing. Familiar, <laughs> familiar, familiar, whatever. Knowing your personnel, knowing your staff. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, that's huge. And like you saw what Kyle did when he built this staff. He brought people and he knew. And expected with D'Amico. Robert Sala did it. Josh McDaniels did it. So it's going to happen. And we all know how Kyle has the ability to replace people. He just identifies a good coach and he just does it. And <coughs> so – we're going to see what's going to happen once this this the first domino falls. I, 
start there and then you move on right and so when i'm looking at this free agency and this upcoming because that's what we have to do is time it's time to look into free agency. It happens first as they prepare for the draft, all that good stuff. But free agency happens first. 49ers are going to be losing a lot of players. You know what, Tony? Let's do a quick exercise, all right? 49ers got 23 unrestricted free agents, all right? 23. I'm just going to read a list of them, and you don't got to give an explanation because it's way too soon for that, all right? You don't got to give an explanation. Just give me a, a yay or a nay, all right? A yay or a nay. If you're trying to, if you feel like the 49ers will potentially bring them back, right? Uh -huh. Just yay or nay. That's all I need. And in the chat, you can participate as well. So let me go ahead and pull this up so I can see Tony. And let me go ahead and get my list on my phone. You ready? All right. Uh -huh. Safety, Jimmy Ward. Nay. Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback. Hell no. Samson Ebukam, edge. Possibly comes down to money. Let's leave the money factor out. Right. I just I just want right. you to tell me if you feel like the Niners should bring these players back. We'll, we'll figure oh, should out. they? Yes. Okay. No. All right. So when we start back over again? No, no, you're good. Okay, just make it sure. Emmanuel Mosley. Yes. Mike McGlinchey. No. Aziz Al Shayer. <laughs> Yes. No, no, no you, stipulations. You no, know what I'm thinking. No stipulations, this, yes. Tony. I'm not saying it, but you know what I'm thinking about. I already yes. know what you're thinking. Robbie Gold. Yes. <laughs> Daniel Brunskill. Uh, no. Hassan Ridgeway. Yes. Kerry Hyder. Um, no. Tyler Croft. Nah. Old man Gip, Deshaun Gibson. Yes. Josh Johnson. <laughs> Please. No. Maurice Hurst. Yeah. Tabor Pepper. Yes. Jake Brindle. No yes. stipulation. Okay. That's just because I know where you're going. Yes. Jordan Willis. Um. I say no team will do it, but yes. Ross Dwelly. No. Jason Verrett. No. Jordan Matthews. No. T.Y. McGill. Yes. Tarvarius Moore. Yes. Charles Omenahu. No, don't don't factor in legal. Straight football. This is hard because I think because of what happened, he's going to be in their price range because people might be scared. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. Do you, let, let, let's, I didn't write this down because I'm such an idiot. Let's just go. I'm going to put Tony. I'm going to put in. You said in. You said. I'm just going to give me your nose. You said in. Mike McGlinchey, you said in. Aziz Ashayi. No, no, no. Oh, I thought you meant in, like in. He's no, in. no, no, like no. In is in no. Oh. Aziz Ashayi, you said no? Yeah, bring him back. Robbie Gold, you said yes. Daniel yeah. Brunskill, what'd you say? No. Asan Ridgeway, you said yes. Kerry Hyder, you said no. Tyler Croft, you said no. Mm -hmm. Gibson, you said yes. Johnson Johnson, you said please. No. Uh, Maurice Hurst, you said yes. Tabor Pepper, you said yes. Brindle, you said yes. 
Yes. Jordan Willis, you said yes? Yes. Ross Dwelly, you said no. Jason Verrett, you said no. Jordan Matthews, you said no. T.Y. McGill, you said yes. Tarverius Moore, you said no, right? No, yes to Moore. Oh, yes to Moore. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then Aminahu, you said yes. Yes. All right. So out of the 23 unrestricted free agents, and we'll explain what that means on a later show, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 of the almost half, over half of the 49ers unrestricted free agents you have coming back. Yes. Now, can I just explain one thing? Of course you can. This is uh, your time. <laughs> contract value is the key to this. The reason why, like, you know, McGlinchey, I think McGlinchey's going to get paid elsewhere. I think Jimmy Ward's going to be paid elsewhere to play a free safety spot. I think Gibson could come in on a team-friendly deal. He did have five interceptions this year. Um, not the fastest, but you want that veteran presence back there. Uh, Travarius Moore is going to be a special teams piece. Um, uh, Jordan Willis, this team likes. And don't forget, if you look at our breakdown of our, our, our roster going into 2023 season, um, we have two defensive ends under contract, and that's Nick Bosa and Drake Jackson, and that's it. So you need those pieces there. I'm not saying give him a long-term deal. You sign him to a one-year deal. I don't think there's going to be a big market for him, but you want those pieces to return. Um, Brunskill, no. Brendel, we don't have a center as of right now, so you want to bring him in and then bring somebody else in to compete, and who knows? Maybe they're doing something with Justin Poe. Maybe they're Jason Poe. Maybe they're doing something with um, Nick Zakel. Maybe one of those two guys take the backup guard spot now. So there's all context to this in, in you know, the yes or no, I understand what you want to do. You want to make it quick and sweet, but there's explanations to each yes and no. So, okay. um, which is fair because we'll, we'll, you know, we'll break, yeah, we'll break those down as we yeah. go along. Because uh, I think the, the, the best thing that makes sense is the fact that a lot of these players that you say yes to will be on cheaper contracts. So, so like, you picked, up, looking, you picked up the pattern. Good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So here's the thing, right? So when I, when you, when I mentioned Jason Verrett, you said no, but you said yes to Emmanuel mostly. I thought that was so dope because you tried Verrett numerous amounts of times. His time is done. Now you got uh-huh. the same type of a player that can give you the same upside in Emmanuel mostly. He's a little younger. He does get injured just as much, but now he replaces Verrett. So you give him that deal, that one year, prove it. You can stay healthy and be dominant type of a deal. So that no one else is going to give him that. So th- these are really good, really good pieces that you, you pointed out. Some of, some of these players, they will have to, they will have to shuck out not a lot of money, but this helps the 49ers and free agency, free agency. Like, like uh-huh. that's this, this is their free agency. But when it comes to like grabbing a key piece to bolster up the roster, like how they did with Mooney Ward this uh-huh. past season, now the 49ers can go out there and target possibly a center or possibly a defensive tackle or possibly like another key piece. Like, you get what I'm uh-huh. saying? So, like, this is that was a really good, really good exercise, guys. Really, really, really good exercise. Shout out to everybody out there that participated. I was seeing your uh, your answers. Uh, Jan Ice says, if they bring Josh Johnson back, I will no longer watch football. 
Listen, I, I agree, but you got to understand the reason why he grabbed Josh Johnson so fast. Okay. And it's because he knew this offense. Did and, he know the offense? How, what, okay, explain to right. – don't explain to them. I don't care about them. Explain to me how Josh Johnson knew this offense because what I got was he knew the team that drafted him, but the team that drafted him wasn't the team that was coaching him this go-round. All right. He had how I'll say maybe didn't know he knew the basic foundation of this offense. He was in this offense with Kyle Shanahan in camp. He was in this offense with Mike McDaniel in camp. So he knows the basic terminology. Um, you mean the protections, the, the calls? Like he knows like the one hundred and one of Kyle's offense, the you, basics. You mean like yeah. prior camps? Because he got he was with the Niners camp last year, not this year that just passed, the year before right, that. The, they had right. That's why I said prior camp, because he yeah. didn't come in till after the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. And and it's funny because I when we when we when he went down and Brock Purdy won that game, <laughs> the game was over maybe for a half hour, and they claimed him like this. I know. Like I know. boom, they claimed him. And and that tells me that Kyle was comfortable to get him in. Because he didn't have to work from the ground up. He started from the mid and then worked up. But clearly, the game is past John Johnson, Josh Johnson. Um, you know, playing in a regular season game and playing an NFC championship game, two different things in a hostile atmosphere like that. Maybe the stage was too big. Maybe he was shook. I don't know. But I can tell you this. I watched the game. You were there live. But my man was having a hard time putting his mouthpiece in his mouth. He was shaking. That's Yo, like listen, that's piece. what they were saying last night, Tony. So, like, I haven't yeah. really watched the game. I've, I've been breaking down the film. I, I just don't want to hear anything. You don't want to hear cheering. Yeah. I don't, okay, so you can understand where I'm coming from. So, I, right. I, I, I didn't see the, any of this. Like, I, so when yeah. we were there, I think our, our goal is just, can he just execute the play? I didn't yeah. realize he was timid. I didn't realize he was nervous. I didn't realize he was scared. I didn't realize any of the stuff that you guys got a chance to see yeah. on y'all big screens in HD. I didn't, we didn't see and, that. And you see, like, like, look, you see, like Brian Culp right here. He just put, we could have signed Cam Newton or Phillip Rivers. Well, you don't have to start. Cam, I, you could have. You could have. You're I, right. But I, I thought that the Cam Newton should have been the piece because you would have been starting from the bottom with Cam Newton and Phil Rivers. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay and nay, because when you bring in a veteran like that, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and and I would have took Cam Newton over Philip because Kyle Shanahan's not trying to go down the field. He's literally Philip Rivers to, can't go down the field. His arm is not, done. Not, not at the last season, right? It's so no. weird. Um. But my, my my point is, you get more accuracy with Philip Rivers. But you get the threat of the running quarterback with Cam Newton, which opens yeah. up Kyle Shanahan's offense because it makes the defense play honest. And Cam Newton has proven he could find ways to stay healthy in, in that type of a thing. So at least it would have ran that part of the system. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man, he gets Christian McCaffrey back. I mean, that worked. That would have made sense. Yeah. Over Josh Johnson. Yeah. Even but- if he didn't know the system. No, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. But my thing is, like, there was just something off about this game, right? Okay. You went on an 8-0 tear mm-hmm. with this kid. An mm-hmm. 8-0 tear. The mm-hmm. kid got knocked in his face versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
jumped back up. Literally, they launched at him, knocked him on his ass, got hit, direct helmet, helmet to helmet hit, jumped back up like nothing was wrong. Kyle Shannon had no plans with this kid coming into play, Josh Johnson. He just brought him there as being an experienced veteran to work with this kid. If he had questions with the offense, if they sit there and they look at the camera, I mean, look at the, the, the tablets. Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Personally, I wish they gave Brian Greasy the damn helmet and let him come play because it probably would have been better. But that's that's obviously not achievable. It could have never been done. But this game was off from the start, in my opinion. It it just the first freaking play, Fred Warner's laying on the ground. I said, here we go. Like, yeah, it was it was weird. They came out with like, the energy. Uh, the it looked like the defense was what they couldn't wait to take the field. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think that the offense from the Eagles did anything other than make a big play, which wasn't even a play. If you in real football it wasn't a play because it was an incomplete pass, but in this game it was a completed pass and it was nothing. Uh, apparently, you know, we didn't do anything about it, and I don't, I don't know if we could have. We could have challenged it. I think Kyle should have challenged it. I think well, ch- challenging Let me that- ask you something. You were there. Did they show that replay? Hell no. Okay. So from sitting at home, yeah, we were live. I'm flipping the hell out. I thought it was a catch. We I'm like, him. I can't believe he caught that effing ball. Tony. And then they, they continued. They scored. They go to commercial. They come back from commercial. And then they show that play. Oh, see, y'all didn't tell me that last night. That's not what y'all was saying. Y'all liars. Y'all made it seem like they showed the replay instantly. That's why they sh- Kyle couldn't. No, they showed him. the they showed the replay, but the one angle that they showed um after the commercial, you clearly see the ball move. That's what I'm saying. But like the in the original state- one, I mean, if you quickly look at it, you might be able to see like a little shift in the ball, but in the you stadium, clearly. they didn't show they didn't show any of that. So no. in the stadium, it was hurry up and they ran the next play. Even when and they then when I saw him jump chances. up like that and sprint and going like this, like come on, like come on, come on. You know, but again, like people are bashing Kyle because of his in-game situational awareness and, and like it's know. weird though, Tony. It, he he has a he has a track record of of doing weird stuff in situations in NFL games. And we, you can't tell me he doesn't. So I get the bashing and I let them do it because they, that's what he does. His track record. He does dumb stuff at weird times in games. Let me ask you this. If I didn't tell you or nobody told you correct that they showed that replay, would you have known you were there? No, because it was a catch. So then how's, how's Kyle supposed to know? Because we're saying that, because in my opinion, the NFL is 150 billion times more sophisticated than I am, and they got 150 billion more views than I have. So and I'm assuming I'm assuming Kyle Shanahan has at least one more view than Wayne Breezy. And so, oh. like, and, and maybe he didn't. And so he didn't. because I, what they're seeing, they see they see what you see on the, the big screen. So why didn't Kyle call the timeout then, Tony? He could have called a timeout. Okay, and theirs is, but the, it doesn't mean it's reviewable. It, it would have been reviewable because he could have because he could have drew the he could have threw the challenge flag during that timeout. It just it's and given. He, it's, but the thing is, if he would have threw that, if he would have called a timeout, mm-hmm. 
and then threw the challenge flag and he was wrong, he's burnt two timeouts. If he was then the, everybody would have ripped him for burning. I don't two think timeouts. he would have burnt two timeouts. I think he would have been granted. It's almost like throwing the I don't think he would have burnt two timeouts. I think they would have counted that timeout with the challenge flag. I could be wrong, but I think that's what they would have done because he needed that extra time. And 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 when you go back and look at the rules of the NFL, if if we want to be that show, which I'm not I hate rules, but if we want to be that show, the rule specifically states, let me read it to you, Tony, because I have the rule right here on my mm-hmm. phone. All right. I want to read it to you. Uh, let me just get it off my phone. Can't really see. All right, here we go. It says this once it wants to pull up. I need you. There you go. It says the NFL instituted a new rule at the start of the 2021 season, alternately known as the replay assist or expedited review rule that allows either an on-site replay official or a member of the league office in New York to make a quick reversal when there is immediate, clear, and obvious evidence that one is necessary. To make the process more efficient, the NFL imported Hawkeye replay technology that pulls in all replays instantaneously rather than waiting for the broadcast network to put them on the air. The process has been met with rave reviews, blah, 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 that bullcrap. The play was So excellent. my question to you is, why What's wasn't the, it used? Okay. Why what wasn't was, it used? That, that, because everything you just said has nothing to do with Kyle throwing a challenge flag. No, no, no. Or, so, it, 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 and you're 100% correct. So so, so the, why didn't the – so if the NFL had this play, mm-hmm. then why didn't they do their job? That's what I, I – listen – Therefore, I'm not gonna. That's why I'm I get what you're saying. Game. Like, don't. That's why you're not on the bash, Kyle, and the situation. Because when you're counting on somebody to do their job, exactly. Right. What should have happened is they sprinted up to the line. The officials should have ran over the ball, stopped the play. They should have been alerted from New York. They should have went to the their little portable thing where they come out on the sidelines and put their headphones on and re looked that play over. But that didn't happen. So my point to you and like all the other people that are doubting Kyle, if the system is failless and the system is successful and the the rule is in place since 2021, why wasn't it carried out? I I still feel because they didn't stop the game. They didn't stop the game, but they were more worried about the ball hitting the wire than that catch, which. Which was took clearly a momentum shift. Which took about seven minutes. I know of a pause. By the way, and I know I we, we got Philly fans in here saying we crying, blah blah blah. Just reverse this. Reverse it though. Reverse the same shit. You will be crying too. Like just reverse everything. Look at yeah. how it, it happened. What if Jalen Hurts got hurt? Everybody would have walked out of the stadium. So so like like y'all got to understand like. We're not saying, oh, y'all didn't beat us or blah, blah, blah. We're just trying to figure out how certain things just didn't make sense. It's what we do here. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you hit that. I'm over the game. I'm over the game. And I'm going to tell you something right now. When the Niners lost versus the Rams in the NFC Championship championship game in L.A., you had Joker sitting there crying on the bench. Because they gave it their all. They left it all on the field, and they came up short. This team knows. This team knows. I'm sorry. This team yeah. knows what happened in this game. I okay? look. I, I will say that Philly came out swinging. 
That's what they, they did. did. Absolutely. I'm they not doubt. I'm they not. They came out swinging, Listen. bro. Like that offensive combo line was was hitting. Like, all right. I, Javon Kimmel had a bad game, right? But he was also getting doubled like nothing. Like, I'm like, damn. Like, what's he supposed to do? Tell me one defender in the NFL that can withstand two all pros coming at you at the same time. Like, just name one. I, I don't Eric even think nah, Eric Armstead couldn't withstand it. He was getting pushed back too. He the, did it. He did it with Nick Martin and, and Nick Martin and Tyron Smith. I saw him do it in Dallas, and he couldn't do it in this game. I, I listen to me. I, I, I'm going to say something. I'm going to get heat for it. And I'm not bashing the guy. The guy has a degenerative knee. He's got a serious knee problem. But ever since Ken Law came back to this defense. It hasn't been the same. We'll, we'll save that for another show. Let's and it's not a knock against him. His knees are not – his knee is not good. They're not holding up um, for this level of football. I, I think that people don't really understand, or maybe they do, uh, the level of, 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 the, of the NFL compared to, like, a collegiate game. It's, it's like, ten times harder. Because, remember, the numbers shrink. So it's like uh, – let's say it's 100,000 – players in college and it's like 1700 and, and like it, it just shrinks it's like it's like a big shrinkage so you gotta be the best of the best mm. and i just don't think health wise he'll be able to participate at the way he wants it might be a retirement thing for javon killon it, it's, it's or, or 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 he's gonna get cut but we'll see we'll see how the offseason goes for him and can he recoup and be healthy because you know him healthy the problem in the run game is an anchor in the run game, and then all of a sudden, coming back from that injury, it just didn't look good. It, yeah. it, it just didn't look good. Speaking of injuries, that's why we're here. We got to talk about the Brock Purdy injury because Brock Purdy suffered the torn UCL. Uh, it's gonna uh potentially sideline him for at least six months per Adam Schefter. Um, I have a couple of things uh that I wanted to show you guys um about the injury, all right. Uh, and and this is this is gonna it, it could be this Tommy John. So there's two possible scenarios here, according to Tom Pelissario, right? Um, he, he's getting second opinions, but the initial hope is he can undergo a repair, which would be the six months, opposed to the reconstruction, Tony, which could be the year or longer. And uh-huh. so Dr. Uh Pandayak uh, uh put out. Uh, the repair has him to return to play about six months, whereas the reconstruction could be nine to 12 months. Let's uh-huh. talk about this injury uh, because a lot of players, a lot of fans were calling him soft. Why can't he go out yeah, there that's, and do that's this? That's ridiculous, but whatever. And I was just the majority like, of fans calling him soft was for freaking Eagle fans. So, no, I, I, like, honestly, not at not in my section, like, they knew that he was injured. They didn't know what the injury was, but they knew that they had better won that game for the simple fact that we didn't have a quarterback. Like, they knew that. And so that's how much respect Brock Purdy was getting from the Eagle fans in our section. Hmm, that's fair. It's, you know what I'm saying? Let's that's look fair. at this that's play. Respectable. Let's, let's look at this play, bro. All right. So here's the injury. And, and, you, and, and I can't pause it here because I don't have it as a video. But we'll do it again. You're going to see Tyler Croft just – he had him. He just couldn't hold him. And, and and then, boom, we'll watch it from the closer angle as well. Um, 
you're just gonna see Tyler Croft. Like I thought it was a clear beat. Now he got he got on him. He just put the move, he put the arm. He put the get he, he put the get off me. The swim move is what I like to call it. And got around him. Also, McGlinchy guy was beat too. So like he was getting hit either way. Yeah. I don't know. You know, was this a bad play design from Kyle Shanahan? You had uh Debo Samuel, he had one wide receiver, he had two tight ends, right? So you had what 12 personnel? This was 12 personnel, right? Yeah. And so you're looking at it and you're saying to myself, damn, Kyle, why the play action on 12 personnel? I I, I don't get it. Because the problem is Wayne, he's done it in this season. He's done it this season and has worked. But the, I know the problem, I know. the problem is like with the notion of the 49er fan base, if something doesn't happen the way they want it now. It's an issue. It doesn't matter how they did it in the rest of the season and how it worked. But, and again, what do we talk about constantly, right? They go on what a 10, 11 game win streak they went, right? To, mm. 11, right? 11 you games. One peep. Because, Tony, the difference is it's Hassan Reddick. Line up on the tight end. Now, if there's any other pass defender other than Nick, uh, Michael Parsons and Hassan Reddick, those guys got to be accounted for because they're too fast and strong. And so you lining them up on on a tight end, I I, I will say this. I feel like if that was any other edge rusher, Uh that was a good enough sustainable block for Tyler Croft. Pull the play back up. I want to show you something. But because it wasn't. I want you to look at something. I want you to realize something, right? I, I tell I you what, see... Tony. Let me let me do this. Let me yeah. get the video, so I can pause it, and you can you can definitely tell me what you're talking about. How about I do okay. like that? Yeah. Because I, I don't know, bro. Like, like this is the. I'm okay with the. The design, but look at this, bro. Can Why? you can you go to the end zone or no? Nah, it's just these. It's just gonna go here. It's just the way the all twenty two was. So tell yeah, me and then they you... switch the view, right? Yes, they yes. The view? I got the other view. Right. Yep. Here we go. Stop it right there. Yep. Look, so look where at... Brock. Look, look where Brock Purdy is. Right. He's, un- he's under the center. He's inside the hash. Inside the hash, under the look, center. Now the Niners have Burford, McGlinchey, Kittle, and Croft. Croft. Now, from the right of the screen, coming to the left, my right to to the to the left of the screen. You're gonna see Debo. So he's, he's gonna be on this end to the. He's coming towards Reddick. He's coming towards Reddick, right? So As now a, this is this is this is the logic of this play, right? Look at the spacing on the interior. I see it. All right. It's Look tight. at the spacing on your outside end. Look how wide they are. Oh, that's that wide nine. No, that's this a, is this is a wide nine is outside the tackle. This is you're a like wide a, zero then. <laughs> you're at like a, a wide 15. Yeah, this is super wide, yo. Now, just hear me out, right? If you have motion here with Debo, the way Kyle sees this is A, Look at the space for where Reddick is and where Purdy's launch point is. I see that. B, the common thought here is this last man in the line of scrimmage can hold him up long enough for him to make that throw. C, the motion fake 
could potentially slow this defensive end down. Could though. Is the, is, yes, is the but this is. is this is what goes into a play. If I do this, I do this, I do this, I align him here. Not disagreeing could, with you, Tony. Not now snap the ball. Snap the ball. Now, before I snap the ball, at what point, Tony, do you pay attention to who the person is on their personnel? Because like I said, if this is anybody else in this wide 15 that you like to call it, because these outside the tight end, tight end. He's outside the tight end, tight end. Let's two tight He's end. almost by the yard marks. Though. Exactly. The so, so they're, the Eagles are saying they, can, they, they like the matchup. You put me on the tight end. I don't care how far I am from the quarterback. That's far. Look how far that is. My issue is what Kyle did here. It gave Brock Purdy the way I see this from a play caller in high. I mean, again, high school. But the way I see this, it gave him a two-way option. Thank to fire you. the ball off. Thank to fire you. the ball off Thank on his you. on his final stop on his final drop step or step up in the pocket. Because if you watch the rush, it's a full outside rush. And, and Croft actually did the right thing. He tried to wash him out of the pocket. Now, Purdy, what he could have done is maybe shuffled up a little bit. Because if you look at the up, full bro. rush, he just Croft had up. the inside leverage on Look at him. this. Look at this. He just needed to step up right it's there. What do. Mm. And I don't know who the hell. Was that Kittle or was that McGlinchey? That, that was, was McGlinchey, bro. I what told is McGlinchey you. doing? He just gave up the guy, the, the inside guy. How did he even get there? So the concept, you got to look at what, like, the definition and the meaning behind the play to how it's executed. Obviously, the execution was poor, but the 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 origination of the play, the development of the play, and where he, how he called this play for it to be ran, you see why he called it. Because he took their fastest rusher and put him as far out on the line of scrimmage as he could, thinking that he would wash him out, Purdy would step up, and let it rip. It didn't work that way. To me, the issue, we could blame Tyler Croft because he gave up the sack. He got your quarterback hurt, basically, on that play. This He he only had four snaps this whole game. So you could blame Tyler Croft. But the quarterback has to step up in the pocket. Brock Purdy has had zero problems with awareness. Unless – Unless he doesn't have to step up, unless he's firing that ball, but he's not firing the ball exactly. Like that's my point. So, 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 so it goes back to the quarterback awareness. Like you have to pay attention to who's on the field, and I know everything is bang bang, but we've watched Brock Purdy spin, spun, spine, and do so many things to extend the play because of the awareness, because he can feel it on this particular play. He was definitely trusting that that block was going to happen. I don't even think it was the block that from Tyler Croft. I think the pressure came from inside Croft on McGlinchey's pressure. And I'm not blaming McGlinchey for this, but look at the pressure again. Even though, even though he got there, we're running at full speed. Look at this. Look at this. Look. Now, I know he's coming. I he, Damn, he's fast. God dang. Ugh. It's just tough, man. It's tough. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The, I do. The, I the do. basics of the play. Maybe Tyler Croft was instructed: whatever you do, don't give up don't an give inside up rush. Inside rush. Just wash him we, out. We don't know what his assignment was. We just say we see it as you got to block your man 
straight up. Yeah. Right. But it ain't a straight up rush. No, <laughs> there's design. There's there's designs on how they block. Mm. Like how many times do you see McGlinchey with an edge rusher outside on his outside shoulder and McGlinchey just lets him go free and McGlinchey down blocks. Why? Because you have a backside tight end coming across the formation to crack him. Mm. He could have took a sm- There's a sm- all different philosophies like, you know, and I'm I'm not saying I know it all, but I've been to coaching clinics, I've been to things like this and you see, I see things different than the normal fan, right? Okay. They just see it as, oh, Kyle sucks. Oh, Purdy sucks. Oh, this one sucks. Well, stop. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Rewatch the play. Well, that's Try to see what the design of the play is, where the read is, where the shift is. Look at it. Because I'm going to be honest with you. The, the tell-all factor in that play was the fake Orbit motion by Debo. That orbit motion tells me he was banking on that outside defensive end to bite. It was supposed to make Reddick do something a little different. Just something. Make him think. Reddick was all in. So so here's here's the issue. Reddick was green light when he saw Tyler Croft. Now, if that was George Kittle and Croft was the inline guy and Kittle was the line guy, you get what I'm saying? And, and and Croft goes out for that pass and Kittle's blocking. Perhaps that concept would have worked, but you want to get the ball to your playmaker, which is George Kittle, who was running the route. Like you want him out on the route. I and just we, just quickly, we, just based yeah. off of that, I think it could have blew up in Reddick's face. Because if if Brock Purdy would have seen Debo running free on that side, it was an easy touchdown. Not an no, easy touchdown, I don't well, think, I mean, but was, he would have picked up a large would, amount of yards. And well, then now, if, if he what made happens? If he made that throw because the ball was if he made the, the throw, but now what happens? You're the last man on the line of scrimmage. You can't give up the outside. That's what I'm now, saying. Now, that would have been on Reddick. That would have been on him. It's just that he was never looking that way. That wasn't. Exactly. So wasn't, what does that tell you? They're undisciplined. They're undisciplined. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's always good to get different perspectives on this because I like, I like Moses' takes. I like your takes. I like everybody's takes. And and it's okay to have different takes, right? It's okay to see it from a different perspective. That's what this is all about. You know what I'm saying? It's not about being right or wrong. It's just about seeing it from a different perspective. I'm just here to mediate it. But at the end of the day, uh, when you look at that play, I called it a freakish play. Like, like it was just Reddick. It, 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 and it happened. Like, and he was a problem pretty much all game. <laughs> like, you know, he had his two sacks. So, he was he was posing his will on the 49ers defense, and it lets you know like he made the best business decision of his life. He said, Hey, I want to go to Philadelphia. And they had a damn great defensive line, which he didn't play this well in Arizona. He was good, but Arizona wasn't built like Philly. Uh oh, what I miss. Here we go. Fire Shanahan. Six years is enough. You know what kills me though? This is what really kills me, right? I just find it absolutely fun. Can I curse? Or are we gonna get? I don't think I don't think we could curse on YouTube okay. anymore. I, think I absolutely think it's friggin' hilarious, right? Everybody knows everything. Fire Kyle Shanahan. Everybody. I'll bring in Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey did not get one interview as a head coach this offseason. I wouldn't fire Kyle. Period. I. What are I, we doing here, people? I can't, I Everyone can't. just forgot about the eleven game win streak with the third string quarterback. Yes, if they we, forgot about it, Tony, because this one game was a massacre. 
It like, was a massacre, but this is what happens when you lose a guy who took you on an eleven game, well, no, an eight game winning streak, put you through the fucking the freaking playoffs. I, I okay, get it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Put you through the freaking playoffs. They get you here. The guy gets hurt. He can't grip a ball. They put the backup in. He gets clobbered and concussed. No flag was called, and now you're forced to hand the ball off the whole game. I just want to correct Mike and say he lost four quarterbacks this season. And so I know you don't Please, want to talk like, about Josh Johnson as one of I the just, quarterbacks, but he left the game with a concussion, and he ain't been back since. So that's four. I just don't get the like, – I, I can't. Because people got to – we Tony, you have to let us overreact. That's You want to know why I didn't do an overreaction show? Well, because – I couldn't deal with all the overreactions because I knew the only reason why we lost this game was because our quarterback was gone. And even if we would have lost with Brock Purdy, I would definitely be able to compliment the Eagles much easier. But damn, we lost our quarterback, and it was nothing we could do but sit there and figure out how we were going to try to find a way to continue to compete for another 45 minutes, bro. Like, that was tough. The game was over once he got knocked out. Yeah, easily. And and we thought he was going to come back. We thought he was going to come back. I, I was like, he got to come back. He's got to come back. Because we didn't see the injury like y'all saw it. We didn't see the, the hand get bent. And, and all. we didn't see that. They don't show those replays. Like, they didn't show any of that. Let's talk about these quarterback injuries. Um, because we got to get into – we got a few more minutes and we got to get into the preface of the show. All right, so David Lombardi puts out this tweet. These are all the quarterbacks that have been injured. Now, we talked about this last night on our show. C.J. Beathard, 2017, took over for Garoppolo. Uh, 2018, Garoppolo gets the ACL tier. Uh, 2020, Mullins, the UCL tier. Lamps gets the chip finger. 2021, Garoppolo with the calf strain, torn thumb, shoulder, Broken ankle for Lance at 22. Broken foot for Garoppolo. Purdy torn UCL. Is the, Should we be having another conversation? Is Kyle Shanahan getting our quarterbacks injured? Is he putting them more in harm's way? This team has a dark cloud over their head, buddy. Mm. I don't know what it is. Maybe because they left San Francisco. I don't know. But something's just, just lurking. Over this team, it's the it's called injury, it Tony. It's 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 called. I want the 49er players to get injured at the worst opportune times possible. And you, the sad thing is, right? Like we talked about this like last week with the um the with the statement that was made by the broadcaster for the Dallas Cowboys. How oh I I hope to God McCaffrey gets hurt so we don't have to deal with him this week. Blah 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 blah. Da, 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 da. And he stood up to it. And it's called a suspect offensive line. Okay. You, our suspect offensive line gave up less sacks than your offensive line. So I, I don't know where we're going with that, but whatever. Um, so my thing is, you talk about karma. No Niner fan wished injury on anybody. Like anybody with Philly, anybody with any opposing team that we played this year. Mm-hmm. Why does it got to happen to us? You know what I'm saying? Like why like, – I just don't get it. I mean, does this play? Does this team give it all? Like, do they play hard? I mean, you, you talk about Trey Lance's injury. That could have happened to anyone on any play. They went for his legs. His foot got caught. 
and the ankle broke and the, the tibula broke. It happens, right? The high ankle sprain, it happens. All that shit happens. But the problem is, like, why is it continuously happening? Like, it, it just doesn't stop. All right. Bosa out of the play. Like, like he's not even out to do with the field. My man gets rolled up on, cleated in his leg. They said the med- the cleat went all the way into his leg. I, like they talked about that last night. Yeah. It, like there's just a dark cloud around this team. I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm still gonna stand by it. If Brock Purdy did not get hurt, I honestly feel it would be the 49ers this week. And not the Eagles. That's I mean, just my opinion. I, I I feel the same way. I mean, you saw it from his first pass to George Kittle. Like you see for a nine yard gain, like you like he he gets the offense. And unfortunately, on that one particular play, like that play design that just did not work out because of the blocking or whatever, it ended up getting him injured. And after that. You put in a, a quarterback that is not meant to play, period. You know, <laughs> you know, he Josh Johnson is the type of backup quarterback that if your quarterback gets dinged up, has to come out for a play or two, he can exactly run a couple of plays. Exactly. That's it. That's that's he's gotta go to the locker room or he's gotta go in the tent to tape it. his ankle, whatever, switch his shoe. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. He's, he's not expected to come into the no. NFC championship game. In the first quarter and win. Right. That's not who he is. That's not who he's ever been. He's not built that way. He's built to run a couple of plays, get you to the next drive, get your team either first downs or into good field position from the punt, and then let your defense go back out there and salivate like dogs. Like that's that's who Josh Joshua was. And 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 for a second, it was working. It, It was working until he fumbled. Until he fumbled. It was 14 to 7 until he fumbled. I gotta move on to this topic, Tony, because 49ers have four quarterbacks on the roster. Two quarterbacks are about to become free agents, Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh Johnson. Uh two other the other remaining two quarterbacks are young. Uh they're still in their rookie contracts, but they're both injured. And I know a lot of people are like Trey Lance um is coming back off of his injury. He is. We still don't know the status of how he's going to respond when he comes back off of his injury. And there's a healthy free agent out there that still wants to play football and Tom Brady. And then there's Jimmy Garoppolo, who's the free agent as well. There's going to be some quarterback mess going on all off season long. And I hate to say this, but I still don't think Jimmy Garoppolo gets picked up and signed by any team in the NFL. I will stand on that. What are your thoughts on what the 49ers need to do at the quarterback position Moving forward, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it going to be Tom Brady? Do they bring in another type of quarterback? Because they got it. They got to got three quarterbacks on the roster anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to see one or two options. Um, you're going to see Brock. It's going to be Brock. It's going to be Trey. It's going to be a veteran, and then it's going to be an undrafted free agent or a drafted rookie in the latter part of the draft. That's what you're going to see. How they do it, that's the million-dollar question. Do I think Jimmy Garoppolo comes here? No. I actually think someone will pick up Jimmy Garoppolo on a cheap deal, right? Transition quarterback. Perfect example, the Texans. D'Amico Ryans get hired there. He brings in Anthony Lynn. They bring in a quarterback, and then they draft one, and they use Jimmy 
to be that transition quarterback until the quarterback gets up to speed, right? So here's the thing. I don't see the 49ers going after a quarterback that's currently under contract with a team where it's going to require them investing picks and taking a large salary back. Am that's I wrong? out of the question. Am I wrong about Brady? Because I thought he was a free agent. So if he no, 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 Brady's oh, a free agent. I'm, we talk I'm about Aaron Rodgers. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. Gotcha. Yes. Understood. I just so, want to make it clear that people know who we're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is out of the question. Out of okay. question. Unless, unless, unless Aaron Rodgers says screw the contract and does something dirty to get out. Of his contract, like like that could possibly happen. Well, you, st- I don't think they're gonna let him walk for free. Well, th- that 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 means that that means that the 49ers will have to give up something. But I'm not yeah. giving up. Uh, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Trading picks for a quarterback is 100 out of the question. Thank in you. my opinion, that's the Thank way you. I see it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, now you're back into the question of the free agent market. The free agent market, mm-hmm. whether you have a Tom Brady. If the Colts move on from a Matt Ryan, he could be available. I can't do Matt Ryan, bro. No, no, no. Just hear me out. I'm hearing you. I feel it's going to be either Trey Lance or it's going to be Purdy. The question is, both coming off injuries, you don't know where they're going to be. That's you, don't my... know the, you don't know how big of a surgery he's going to need on that elbow. Can, can I give you – can I just pause you real quick and just yeah. give you a round of applause for understanding my yeah. logic? Because a lot of people are thinking differently. They're thinking I'm coming – I want Tom Brady. This is not what I'm saying. You have to understand that you have not one but two quarterbacks returning from an injury. And, yeah. yes, you know you want – you, and I believe Trey Lance will be ready. But it ain't nothing like being ready until you get that, that football equipment on and you play football. That's Correct. right. You you could throw with pads on all you want off all you want and look good, but you put them pads on and it start feeling different, different. Now I'm all for Trey. I'm all for whatever the 49ers do at the quarterback position. But mm-hmm. you have an opportunity in this win now situation, bro. Correct. And I'm sorry, Tony. What are we gonna do here? So this is where we come in with the Tom Brady situation. Now <sighs> I got to take my glasses off so I can hear what you're saying. We saw what the outcome of the offense was and how poorly the offensive line looked with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback. Now, why I'm saying this I like is that. they're both pocket and both stationary quarterbacks. I like where you're going. So what happens here? Does Kyle manipulate the offense a little bit to go to more of a quick strike with Brady? Does he decide to invest in the right tackle, upgrade the offensive line to protect Brady? That's an option. But I think it all comes down to one thing. I think it comes down to when they're about to hit free agency, where those two guys are in their recovery. Well, we know Brock is further away than Trey. He will be. But if Brock gets a Tommy John surgery – He's done. He's done for the year. He's done for the year. If he just gets the repair surgery, not the full reconstruction. Here, here, he, here, if I'm Brock, I'm 23 years old. Uh-huh. Give me the Tommy John. My career I agree is, because I, the, the turnaround on the Tommy anywhere. John exactly. is performance with your arm. Exactly. I mean, it's not going to make him have a rocket arm, but it's gonna, his arm is going to be more sturdy. And what happens if something happens and he re-aggravates it, You're going to have to get the reconstruction. Now you're two years out. Oh, my God. You guys are scaring me with some of these names. 
Um, so just real quick about the Tom Brady. Do I see Tom Brady as a situation as 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 a potential candidate? Yes, I do. And the reason mm-hmm. why I say this is this roster is ready. They're gonna have to do their little tweaks. I understand that. They're gonna have to, you know, move money. They're gonna have to move on from people. They're gonna have to bring mid-tier free agents in and go after that one big guy. They're gonna do it. They can do it. This is gonna be a very interesting offseason. It is every year with the 49ers, right? You have a guy that's the last pick in the draft that takes you on an 8-0 run through the playoffs, gets hurt, and guess what? We thought we had our quarterback, we're right back to square one. Mm. The one play. But it will be something that they will look at. They will look in. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back. I think if it's going to be the veteran, it's either going to be the Tom Brady or it's going to be Trey and Purdy with an experienced veteran. Like a Matt a Ryan or one of those guys. Exactly. That because way, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I will feel 100% more comfortable. With Matt Ryan over Josh Johnson. I'm sorry. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can complete Tony's sentences. That's like, all. That's all. That's the way you're looking at. It. So the question is, where the status is when they need to make that decision. The decision is mm. not being made now. And all these rumors saying that they're going to trade Trey Lance to the Titans because which his name went over there, um, Carthon, Rand Carthon, Rand Carthon, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Has it been talked about? Yes. Do I think the Niners pulled the trigger? No, because now they get a cap hit for trading it. I when all right. So I, I'm getting a lot of Brady is done. I just I just want to read these stats. 66.8 completion percentage, 4,694 yards, which led the yard led, led the season in passing yards from a quarterback, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and, and an overall 90.7 quarterback rating. All right. Numbers don't lie. And he did this without an offensive line. So let that shit sink in. So you tell me how he's done if he did that with no center, no left tackle, no right tackle, no backup. No running game, threw the ball 40-plus times every game, and he's done? I rock with you. I I, I do. I, I rock with you, man. I, I you got to realize something, Wayne. I just don't get done, though. Those are the haters saying that he's done, right? Now, just hear me out. Hear this situation out. And I'm not saying this is what I want. I'm just saying put a line all the eyes, and then you're going you're gonna to dot your eyes and you're going to cross your T's, but I, what I'm about to tell you. Returning home, dream to play for this team. Stacked offense, stacked defense. You tell me, and an excellent play caller, light years ahead of Byron Leftwich. You're telling me he can't get that team to the Super Bowl? I'm not not saying I want this, but you got to look at what they're going to potentially be looking at. If either of these two kids are ready, if there's a setback with Trey, because he just had another surgery. He's still in a walking boot, right? Allegedly, they said. And we know this. That ain't changing anytime soon. If he's the guy to get you where you want to be on a one-year deal. He, you know, he, I'm, I'm, you talking. I'm just responding to oh. the sign language. Yep. Go ahead. You got it. If he's this guy that they, I'm telling you, you're talking about motivation now. It's a different mindset than playing where he was. Mm. Okay? And, you see a light and day difference between can, this can guy I, as the coach and when what's his name was the coach. Um, oh, what was that guy's name? The freaking guy with the glasses. 
Not so, Bruce Arians. Yes, Bruce Arians. Right? You see the difference. I, I, I would say this. Also, no one's factoring in the divorce and how much that probably just messed with his head all season. And so for Brady to still put up those numbers with all of that with nothing, they didn't have a run game, Tony. What did the 49ers have? A run game. I, 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 so even if the offensive line was the same, and even if they had to tweak and adjust, I guarantee you Trent Williams would love blocking for probably a guy he ain't got to worry about moving around too much. Tom Brady is not going to make a lot of the same mistakes. Nine interceptions, that's pretty good for a 46-year-old. Like 25 touchdowns, that's pretty good. And granted, he had Mike Evans. And you know what Brady can do that none of the other quarterbacks can do? Even Trey Lance is, is capable is get the ball down the field. That's something we have not seen yet. And you don't do it all the time. The fact that the option is there. I, I just feel like if Trey and Brock are but, ready to go mm-hmm. and you got this roster, bro, my Trent, thing is this Trent way. Getting, oh man, George my, Kittle getting oh man. My thing is this, and the way I look at it is it Tom Brady. How do I say this? Hold on. What's expected from Tom Brady in Tampa Bay is not going to be expected from Tom Brady in San Francisco. Aha. Just like, ooh, can I add just like what was expected for CMC in Carolina? Wasn't expected from CNC in San Francisco. It was different. Exactly. So when I tell you this, Ooh. let me just see something right here. I got to, I got to, because I got something in my head. I just want to say, hold on. Um, when I, when I show you something, I'm going to tell you something, not show, because you can't show nothing on here. Ooh, uh, Tony. Okay. Here, here, just hear me out. When you have a quarterback that goes, 16 for 21, a buck 85, averaging 11.6 a toss for two touchdowns. And then your opponent is going 34 for 253, 7.4 with one touchdowns, two interceptions. And the winning team has 35 points and the losing team have seven points. Mm -hmm. Which one's Tom Brady? Well, not which one's Tom Brady. But my point to you is this. Brady was the loser, throwing for 55, 55 attempts, one 55, touchdown, two interceptions. Tony, Tony, the number was 55. The quarterback who won the game was 16 for 21 for 185 with two touchdowns. You get what I'm trying to say here? I, I do. Um, that's why this is going to be interesting. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that the 49ers are going to sign Tom Brady, but here's what makes it different. He's a free agent. They're going to get another shot. They had their opportunity before he went to Tampa. Didn't want to jump on it because they had Jimmy. Like, and I get it. We traded up three first round picks for a kid for a, a, a quarterback to potentially be the franchise guy. I love Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance still will add another dynamic to this offense. The question is, what how we how will he come into camp? And so I'm not going into camp with uh, – I'm hoping he's going to be all right. When you start this season, you better go into camp with the best daggone options you got out there to dominate. The 49ers can't fail to start the season 0-1 ever again. 
They should not be losing to a team like the Chicago Bears ever again. Like, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Just, just mind you, we win those two games on the road. We're looking at the best record in the NFC, and we're playing that championship game at home. It's a what? It's an if. if eh. We know the saying about ifs, but I'm just saying the 49ers need to go in there with a stacked roster, financially supportive, and figure out how to bring home number six. That's the only goal. It ain't nothing. It ain't developing this and developing that. My freak is better develop on the job. This is about winning six. Mm. I thought that's what this was about, taking six. How are you going to take six if you got hurt quarterbacks? We couldn't win a championship game with, with a hurt quarterback. We had our backup quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo who was hurt, and our starting quarterback for the season was hurt. And when Brock Purdy comes in the game, he gets hurt. So how do we win if they hurt? Bringing a guy, I don't care if he's 46 going on 47. He's durable. He he knows how to take sacks. And his his only weakness, believe it or not, y'all talk about Tom Brady. I know it sounds like I'm a Brady fan. Y'all talk about Tom Brady. You know what his weakness is? Pressure up the front. Brady don't take that sack from the side like Cassandra. He just has an innate feeling of the sides. He just has this yeah. gift. But that's experience. But again, and the, by us talking about the Tom Brady thing, this is like the last option if both these guys aren't ready. It's only if they're not ready. That's the um, only way I'm coming at this. So, you know, and, and the money's going to have to be right. The contract structure is going to have to be right. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. It's an option. It's a, in my opinion, it's an emergency option if this, if either of these two aren't ready. If one of them are ready, you're going to roll with the one that's ready, and then they're going to have to bring in a veteran to back him up. Um, until the other one is ready. But I do think Kyle is going to go with three quarterbacks going into this season this year. And um, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm over I, – I'm, I'm past the Eagles fan. I mean, I'm past the Eagles game. It's yes. over and done with. We're not going to tra- – we're not going to change it. You can't change it. And I know there's Eagles fans in here trying to push 49er fans' buttons, and I'm just simply not entertaining you. You won the game. Congratulations. Good luck versus the Chiefs. Nothing but the best. I hope everyone stays healthy, and that's all I'm going to leave it at. Yeah. But don't come in here boasting your chest like you dominated us because I got news for you. Watch it again. I don't see domination, but I'm going to end it there with that. Congratulations on winning the NFC Championship, and good luck in the Super Bowl. I really, I really like the way you handled that, Tony. And again, good luck to the Eagle fans out there. Go ahead and represent the NFC. I did say that the winner of the NFC Championship game will win the Super Bowl. So I'm not rooting for the Eagles, but I do believe that the Eagles should be taking home the Lombardi and representing the National Football Conference. So good luck to you, Eagles out there. Fans, enjoy that week off while your team gets prepared. You guys got a juggernaut. Uh, have they have they faced Patrick Mahomes? before like this uh, no <laughs> he's different different in the super bowl i will i, I will say that uh, so get to him uh, and do your thing fernando uh our eric armstead is a leader no excuses from kinlaw i like the contribution i like the fact that you brought it back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier on the show a super chat segment time so if you guys want to give your super chats now is the time to go ahead and do so shout out to fernando for being the first to give his super chat and i like this because did you see uh, I believe Akash uh, put out a play about Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead responded and said, actually, this was my fault. 
we got caught in a run blitz and I got caught doing something. I don't have the verbatim word, uh, but shout out to Rakash out there. Uh, he's doing this thing, Niner Nation. Uh, but Eric Armstead did reply, and I thought that was cool. And to me, that shows that leadership. I'm not sure if this is what yes. Fernando was talking about, but what are your thoughts on this? Eric Armstead is definitely a true leader of his team. I respect it, but <clears throat> he's clearly trying to take some of the heat for that. Um, he was exposed. They exposed Kim. Yeah, like I, I don't want to say <laughs> Uh, listen, and again, I'm not going to sit here and be like the Grand Cone Kinlaw matchup saying like, you know, all this shit. I respect Javon Kinlaw. I was a fan of him coming out of South Carolina State because he played so dominantly, but you're, the knee is not there, man. If you don't have the knee, you can't push. And if you can't push, you can't get that leverage and you can't use your strength because it's like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. It doesn't work out. Mm, I like uh, Yego Dumb. Uh, Yigo Damor, he says they should bring in Brady so Brock and Trey can get a better look at the field. Um, if you're going to bring in a vet, though, Tony, and you can afford the vet, salary cap's going up by like 20 million. Yeah, I know, I know you got to pay Nick Bosa, you can still rock out with his 18 million. The 49ers already got 16.4 million on the cap, they're going to bring in some players, they're going to do some restructuring. That's the key. Um, I feel like if you can bring him in, why not bring in the best vet at the position? I don't care. If, I think, and even if he's 46, who cares? I don't see the Bosa contract as an issue. Um, Thank you. Because my my thing is when they restructure their deals or when they sign their, new, their players to their extensions, they have a way of going about it. They'll just keep them at their salary in their current year or potentially lower it um, and then give them money going forward. And if you actually look at the structure of their deals – a lot of their deals are staggered for like big money for him, lower money from him, big money from him, lower it's money. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but I think they'll be all right. A couple of questions I wanted to highlight. Thoroughbred says, should we go all linemen in the third round? No. I think we go best, best, best player available or we add another pass rusher. And please, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Don't get crazy when this team doubles down on, on defensive linemen in this draft. We have very few guys under contract. And so the they have team. to replenish the position. You can bring your – this is why I said yes to Willis, yes to McGill. I should have said yes to Hyder, but I think they could replace a Hyder. I took a shot with Hurst, who's more of a defensive tackle. But I do think they go aggressive at the defensive end spot because it's Drake Jackson and Nick Bosa. Do I think they sign a free agent? Yeah, I think they do. Is it going to be a high-end guy? I don't know yet. I got to see who hits the market. I do my research and then I get I get I'll get back to you guys, but they're they're going to be in the, they're going to be active with their defensive line. I could I, I will put money on it. See, I I agree to a point, right? Because I like the best I mean, it's the third round so it's always best player available. Now, unless there's that defensive end that just got overlooked, that was should have been gone in the first or second round. Like that could come in right now and be an impact. I don't know, bro, because the 49ers draft specific skill set players to fit specific roles on their team. And so, like when you look at the Drake Jackson, he was really drafted, utilized to be in that NASCAR package. And there were times he was just inactive. And I don't I get why he's inactive, but you're saying, man, cool, man, an extra pass rusher, a speed guy at that, a guy that can get the hands up. 
you know, even though he might struggle in containment and running lanes and things like that. I mean, if if we were going to give up four rushing touchdowns, we should have just had Drake Jackson out there. And I know he's not lined up on the inside. And I know the pushes went from inside to the running backs cut to the out. But I'm kind of nervous on them drafting defensive ends. And I know they got to replenish that position. I say they go after a specific guy in the offseason. I don't know who's available. I haven't looked into free agents. And as they continue to draft and so that they can bolster up. To me, I think that the, the issue is inside. I, I feel like the 49ers have, have not had an interior rusher since the Forrest Buckner. I'm sorry. And and I feel like they need that. They need the meanness. They need the grit. They need the guy that can go ahead and attack. We were getting flashes of that from DJ Jones. He had a decent enough year last year with the 49ers and got paid. You just in said it. You just said it. That was their last true threat as an inside pass rusher. Kevin Givens came on a little bit, but I think Kevin Givens is a little too light. He needs to bulk up a little more. But if he bulks up too much, will he lose his speed and agility? Um, but I, I, I'm with you. I like Payne, but I think Payne's going to get one hell of a payday. And I don't think the Niners could go that far. I feel um, they got to figure. They gotta- see, like, I'm going to be honest with you, Breezy. Hassan Ridgeway. One year, three million dollar deal. Come on, bro. This defense ran better with him, Givens, and Armstead in the middle than it he, did when Ar- when Kinlaw came back. But he, he got hurt. That that is a great point that you brought out. When you put that you would bring him back, I liked it because he would be able to come back on a one year deal, one point seven million, something like that, whatever, whatever type of a deal. Uh, it's unfortunate he got injured. Just. Happened at the wrong time. And as a matter of fact, they could have brought him back, but they chose to bring Elijah Mitchell back, who was inactive for the NFC Championship game due to an injury. It's so weird how the the football gods aligned the stars for us. It's just so weird. Because remember, we only had one spot we could bring back from the IR. Hassan Ridgeway was on there. We bring back Mitchell. Next thing you know, Ah, where do we get attacked the most? In the middle. In the middle. Because remember we were saying, I don't know if you're frozen, Tony. We were saying that Javon Kinlaw is better in situational football at this point in his career. Meaning, fourth and one, goal line. He's not out there all the time. Like, And so it's all the time. Now, a lot of people are high on Kalia Davis. And I like it. And I'm hoping that the kid can come in here and be a young bull. But listen, he's coming off of this injury. And I know he had a year to recoup. We ain't seen him play football yet. Not professional football, not NFL football. So we don't know. I'd rather go with T.Y. McGill, a guy that we watch play on this defense. Resign him. It's going to be crazy to see what the 49ers do in free agency and the draft. What a great show. Guys, get Tony a round of applause out there, man. This dude, I try to get him on here, and he hits me up. Uh, and I'm just like, I, if Tony could be on here more, it's such a great, such a great episode. Tony, I appreciate you, man. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Bro? No doubt. Yeah. I mean, listen, the game's behind us, so we're done. We're Tony. moving forward on how to build this team and get it better. <clears throat> you know, this is just our opinions. It's not facts. Um, so with that being said, <clears throat> it, it's all about like, you know, doing the research breezes and out mobile Alabama right now about to hit the, um, had to hit the um, national practice field. That's what I'm about to do. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. No, um, yeah. Americans is later on. This so, happening. you know, 
he's doing his thing. The guys from the Niners, we're going to be doing our thing. It's just, um, you know, this offseason is going to be very busy. It's going to be very busy. It's going to be this guy. Get this guy off the phone. I'm sorry. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Blame your coach. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, so just, just stay locked in. Set your alerts. It's going to be coming, you know. Free agency's coming soon. Um, the official cap just got increased by 22, I think, 22 million or 21 million up. We originally had 16, so that puts puts us at like 36, 38. Mm-hmm. Plenty of room for wiggling. Plenty of room. That's perfect. And they could probably create some more room. But, um, you know, let's cross the bridge when we get to it. We're going to see what's going to go on with D'Amico, uh, who's going to be taken from the staff, who's going to be replaced to the staff. Mitchell is mostly all over again, pretty much. Not as fast, though. Um, better runner between the tackles, though. More powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, just stay tuned. Then we're going to be giving it to you as much as we get, as fast as we get it, as much as we can. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I appreciate you for having me on. Anytime you're available, you're more than welcome. Guys, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate all the Super Chat contributions. I appreciate all the subscribers, all the members of the channel. Again, don't forget to hit that like button. I do apologize for the shaky connection at the very beginning of the show. I will try to find a way to make sure the connection is stronger because I do plan to be live in here from Mobile, Alabama. All right, I'm about to hit the practice field over there at the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl practice for the national team, uh, and I'll probably go live from the field. So I'll check you guys out. All right. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Most importantly, keep it nitty gritty at all times. Don't bite your tongue for no one. Call me evil or unbelievable. We out. Peace.